0: Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of the Tech Chit Chat Show. My name is Ken, and you can find me on Northern Viking Everyday and Northern Viking Explorer on YouTube. I'm here with my co host. Steven Loney on YouTube, 8 Warrior on Twitter. How are you today? Steven? I'm doing all right. Oh my I- goodness. What? <laughs> Sorry, just say how you're doing. This is funny. <laughs> I'm doing good. Why? What's up? What's wrong with um, you? Before we morning? started, like 10 seconds before we started, I see you disappear as our countdowns going on. <laughs> I'm like running around and then like a minute ago, your whole computer crashed or something and you got kicked from our stream. Yes. It's, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm starting it. <laughs> <laughs> you, almost, you almost have to do it alone today. <laughs> I'm like, a, I don't care.
1: <laughs> I got coffee, so you know, at least I got that this morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. I have coffee too. Right there, <laughs> no,
1: right. I, I really, I forgot that I had the um, the AC still on and it was going. I'm like, I got the AC running. I think I could turn that off. Otherwise, we'll have the AC blurring in the background. So.
0: <laughs> so for for those of you who don't know, I don't think Steven can see it, but when the countdown goes on, I can see a tiny little um picture of him and what he's up to before we we go live and I saw him disappear. You've been spying on me? I can spy on you. So when You never told me this information. Don't um like Take your shirt off while uh, <laughs> uh, while the countdown is going on there.
1: <laughs> I'll try not to. Thank you for the information. I it's good to know this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but you can't see me. I can see you. So that's yeah. It's not fair. Too. Yeah, it's like a spy cam.
1: Yeah, please like. I wish they disclose this information. But you know, I didn't <laughs> sign up for that.
0: So last week um, got canceled. Yeah, while we, pla- well, we were planning, while we were planning, <laughs> we were planning our, um, live stream on the Monday for Tuesday morning. And as we were doing that, Steven was like, Hey, I'm just doing this on my laptop. I don't want to turn on my computer because we've had crazy storms here. I'm like, ah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then halfway through our planning, um, I'm like, hear this roar of rain and wind and I look outside and it looks like. I don't know. It wasn't a hurricane, but they, a pineapple express or a upper river in the clouds or something came through. I'm not sure yeah. what they're calling it. And so my power went out during us planning it. Yeah, and I that think was I was out for
1: like 12 hours. I think you had said something like, whoa, the wind's really picking up. And it was like a minute later, you were gone. Your, yeah. your, your feed froze. I'm like, is Ken okay?
0: <laughs> should I and, should I check up on you? <laughs> and even our internet and uh, dare I say cable vision, we still we still pay for that, yes. Um, was out for till like the middle of the day the next day, so life under the candlelight was for us. You have cable because you're Gen Z. It's fine. <laughs> well thank you. Actually I enjoy <laughs> watching my sports and not trying to find them through that's weird true. methods because you can't find them <laughs> yeah.
1: Fair enough.
0: but yeah. um yeah so in that time the roads between you and i were like all shut down with mudslides and the fields yep. were flooded and yep. still um out of i think the four routes only two are open right now and it's the long detours and it's only for essential travel so Basically, the only way if I wanted to come see you would be to drive south into the United States, across to Seattle, and then back up. That would be and cool. And it would be a long trip. So, But our hearts and prayers are with all the people affected by the flooding here in British Columbia and in Washington State. A lot of people have lost their homes, and mm-hmm. um, just our thoughts and prayers go out to all of you. Yeah, I just to note on that, There was
1: there's a guy on... Um, he did a video with Smarter Every Day, uh, uh, Friesen. What's his name? Last name is Friesen. Hel- he's a helicopter pli- pilot here in BC, and he okay. did a collaboration with um, uh, uh, Smarter Every Day, and took him around flying with the helicopter and stuff. Uh, and he recently posted on Twitter footage from one of the highways, one of the roads that he was delivering supplies to because people needed supplies. And he's like, he was showing how the road was just washed out. It was winding up, and he's like, yeah. So this used to be a creek. And it was now yeah. a river and it was the road was just washed out. Like multiple yeah. parts, like like bad. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and
0: the main road, the Coca Hala Highway between my house and your house, if you have seen the T V show Highway Through Hell, that's the road we're talking about. Um that road, several bridges were wiped out and it could be they're saying months to just get it maybe temporarily running, but To me, it looks like it's going to be like I don't. It takes a long time to rebuild bridges and create new routes for roads. So um, I think it'll be the long way for us to visit each other for the next little while, for sure. Yeah,
1: you don't exactly want to make shoddy, quick bridges, do you?
0: No, (laughs) no. (laughs) Well, and um, I was chatting with your brother, and he had to go pick up a, a common friend of ours. In Abbotsford, who was stuck, who had to come, gets rescued by a boat. So, um, hmm. yeah, it's uh, in the middle of the flood. So, wow, interesting. Yep, interesting time. So, mm-hmm. um, hopefully, everything dries up. It looks like they're working on it, and they brought in the military. Yep, and uh, they're building dams and different things to Are
1: drain the, beaver- the water.
0: Are the beavers helping? Maybe the beavers caused this. <laughs> <laughs> That's, If I got a notice from um, Shaw that said, hey, your internet went down during the uh, storm, but it wasn't the storm. It was the beavers. It was the beavers. The beavers caused it. Yes. We'll just blame (laughs) everything on beavers. And all the people listening and watching now are like, what are you talking about? Well, go back about 15 to 20 episodes and uh, the beavers ate through the internet here in Canada. Yeah. So. Well, let's get rolling. Uh, yes. We have some cool stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about Opera GXC. Yes. Which I had no clue what it was until I just looked at it. And then I'm like, whoa, this is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew how to program. You don't have to. You're, you're our resident programmer here. Yeah, I try. Um, we're going to talk about some serial. I, I don't really want to say which one it is, even though if you read the title, you probably know which one it is. Um, we're going to talk about the chip industry. We're going to talk about next generation video cards and do-it-yourself iPhone repair. So those are what we're going to be talking about today. Um, wow. So let's dive right into it, Stephen, with yes. Opera launches GXC Gaming Portal. Yes. So go ahead, Ken. Explain it to me. Well, I'm not going to fully <laughs> it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So yeah. let, me, let me do my best interpretation sure and i'm probably going to butcher this but um, look forward to it <laughs> <laughs> so opera and game maker are going live i'm reading now <laughs> go live with GXE. and what i'm understanding GXE to be is a place where developers of games such as yourself and other people can upload their games for other people to play and they can be discovered and when i there was a little video here that i watched and the first thing that came to my mind is this is the YouTube of video games. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. I, do you feel like that's like a kind of a good example of it?
1: Yeah. So and I think that's, I think you're close to what they're targeting. So yeah, it's a game portal and other people have, I mean, there's going to be people who are familiar with um, like Congregate. Congregate used to be really big back in the day for like Flash games and... More um, later HTML5 games, um, but it's kind of, I actually don't know what happened to Congregate. I think it, anyways, so I think you're kind of close though, because I was reading their, um, their news article here, and I think they're trying to make it as easy to, po- to post a game as it is to post on social media. Mm-hmm. I, I read that, so I read that this morning, but it's interesting because I actually am working on releasing a game for this platform this week. And okay. just yesterday, uh, yeah, just yesterday, I actually created an account for the GXE for the game I'm going to make. And I uploaded the game and it was so easy. I'm like, this okay. is really, really easy, like yeah. compared to other platforms and stuff. And I'm and I'm thinking like, okay, they seem to be trying to make this really easy to do. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and I, I, I think you're really spot on because they, it seems that their goal is to make it as easy as posting to social media. And you bring up like YouTube. And it's really easy to post a video to YouTube.
0: Yeah, it just seemed like you could, if you develop a game, you want to share it with the community. And the video they talked about was helping like, viewers, or let's call it gamers, decide which games are going to be the the best ones. Just like YouTube does with with videos. And there also sounds like there's going to be revenue sharing and all sorts of stuff in there. So um, it is an amazing concept that I'm surprised other people haven't gotten into before this so to in well people have tried
1: um, okay. and I was a bit skeptical too but after being on this actually trying out the platform I'm like this is actually better than I expected it's actually okay. um, they right now they're currently running uh, cash pools prizes like 30,000 cash pools so each month they are gonna pick six games that they notably like and there's mm-hmm. 5,000 US dollar cash prizes for each game that they pick so there's That's like actually cool. this incentive that you build a good game on there you get some incentive like and they're not buying your game those are just cash prizes yeah. um, so it's really cool they're really engaging with the with the community they're really trying to be active and they've really brought in behind it the expertise it seems from Opera and their web development yeah they have seen to brought it into this and it it seems like it's
0: feeling pretty solid now I'm assuming you still own the game. If yes. You upload it. So yes. you could put it on other platforms if you wanted mm-hmm. to. Okay. Yeah. They that don't own the game. My one question. Yeah.
1: They don't own the game. Even with these even with these cash prizes and stuff, these are just incentives. They're trying to They're trying to get people into the platform to use it and to really get the community going. Um, hmm. But now, so are these far,
0: all free games.
1: Yeah. Currently, these are all free games, and they're saying that okay. there's over 500 at the moment that are on there. Okay. Um, And it's gonna be hit and miss to the quality, but there's some solid games on there. Like there's actually people putting good games on there.
0: Now I saw something about beta. So is this open to everybody already? Or Mm -hmm. is this, it is, okay.
1: It's an open beta. Um, And I'll also note GameMaker more recently went completely free, Um, but the only free target platform that you can target is the Opera GX target.
0: Oh, interesting. So
1: so anyone can use GameMaker fully for free and then they can actually upload to Opera GX without paying any money completely free from start to finish. You can yeah. participate in this web platform for free. Okay,
0: that's awesome. I think mm-hmm. for people who are just getting into it, it's a great way to start. Now Absolutely. with that platform, um, do they have a premium version as well for that you can export to other platforms?
1: Yeah, so like I okay. have li- I have licensing for, um, yeah, yeah, I can port to Windows and Mac and Linux. And okay. Mobile, Android, I, well, I don't know if I have iOS. But anyway, yeah, you can get iOS and Android. You can even get console
0: exports to consoles if you want. Okay. Um, so they definitely, um, you know, can have you covered no matter what you want to do. But this is a great way to get started in, um, in programming if you're you're interested in it. Um, yeah. I am actually, like, I'm, like I said, I'm not into programming, but I think it is an excellent solution um just like i think about how youtube changed and podcasting both of them have changed the world with um i very rarely listen to the radio anymore i'm almost always downloading a podcast before i leave the house um but the same as how people watch content i love watching travel content um there's not a lot of that on tv i go to youtube to watch it yeah this is kind of the same it it could definitely bring it reduces the level of or barrier to get started i think yeah and potentially making money um so so that's awesome
1: and uh, there are alternative alternatives like you could post stuff to um like itch.io has been a really big site that i post stuff to and so there's already been stuff accessible to upload to and to get feedback but this seems like a really big effort to really bring stuff together and to really mm. help promote and market, and to really um, bring it to the attention, because HIO kind of feels still like kind of this hipster kind of area, like it exists, okay. and, and the other hipsters know it exists, you know. But yep. this seems to be trying to bring it in more into that, yeah, that more YouTube mainstream kind of mindset, mm. um, and out of the out of the hipster shadow, um, you know. It's just there's kind of this yeah. th- kind of this thing, right? Like people know about it, sure, but this seems to be kind of a different effort to really promote it and make it more accessible and more known in general. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. No, that's uh that's really cool. I'm and I sent you a, to i sent see. you
1: a, i sent you a link there. I just want to see
0: Yeah, um, oh in the private chat I mm-hmm. saw something pop up. Let me pop that up here. And
1: put that on the screen so people can get an idea of what the actual platform is looking like right now. Because I think it's looking pretty solid.
0: Let me uh switch back here.
1: To put you on the spot. Yeah this so here's what you're talking about? Yeah, this is gxc.gg. Yeah, and so you can scroll down and you kind of see, like, these are all some of the games that are on there right now. And if you hit like the show more, you'll see like more pop up and you can, yeah, so you can can click on one of these and start playing it. It downloads it really quickly inside the browser. Now mind, uh, do note though that you, the one requirement here is that you do have to have the Opera GX web browser.
0: Oh, interesting, okay.
1: So this is, yeah, so you need the Opera GX web browser, um, which is kind of the gamer's web browser. Um, yeah. So that's one of the stipulations here is you got to use their browser for this to work. But other than that, it just works largely. So, so.
0: Um, does it download the game, or are you playing it online? So, or it, it downloads it into the browser. Yeah, it like
1: downloads into the browser. They take care of that. All you see is like a downloading screen. It loads it, and then you're in the okay. game. So okay. you you can actually just show in live, let's click on um, uh, go up and click the click just hyper velocity there in the top left. This one had the more recent uh, challenge of the week. And okay, okay so the you the blue line
0: loading. No, that's just for the I'm,
1: screenshot. So if oh, you were an opera if you were an Opera GX, see see where it says play exclusively in Opera GX there?
0: Okay, you would
1: yeah. you would just click on that and then it would start loading the game and then you would be in.
0: Oh, that's gotcha. it. okay. And that's and so. I'm using Chrome right now, so there would be no way to play it in Chrome.
1: Yeah, at least at the moment. Um, okay. But this would so that would now just take you to a link to download Opera GX. But if gotcha. you have the Opera GX open, you would just click on that. It would download it and play it all within the browser. That's cool. so. Yeah, very very good experience.
0: Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm excited to and try that it's, out for sure. It's
1: exciting for me because this is the the community I've been a part of for a long time. And it seems like it's really active and just seems like there's more people using it. It seems to be going in a good direction with like the design where Game Maker is going and things like that. So it seems like people have been working hard. Um, Yeah. And uh, so it's really cool to see that.
0: Yeah, no, that's uh, that's awesome. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see where that goes.
1: And you were asking me yesterday if I knew what uh, GXC stood for. I still don't. (laughs) Oh yeah, I said I was going to call you out on
0: that, and I forgot to. And you were calling (laughs) Opera, Oprah, and then this just wasn't going well. (laughs) Well, that was only because I wanted to give prizes away. You get a prize, you get a prize, you get a car. That's kind of what Opera's doing right now. You get $5,000,
1: you get $5,000.
0: You get get a game, you get $5,000. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Alright. Anyway. Let's roll on after that yes checks quest hd exists you sent me this the other day yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) serial video games let's start out by saying who misses toys and games in your cereal box i do i do remember the good old days when you get a movie um, like VHS Air, tape, <laughs> Airbud on DVD. I like. I think I had. We got a few different Airbuds on DVD. Yeah, um, that that seems familiar. Lives. And I know I like, for sure I, like I got some some. Well, Airbud was filmed in the city you live in. It was. And uh, yeah, it, it looks yeah. When I see it playing, it's like, yep, that's home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I used to live in that area when I think it came out too. So yep. um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it just felt like home watching Airbud. The good old days. I wish you knew you were in the good old days. (laughs) Can we just talk about Airbud now? Can we just change this topic to Airbud? Airbud. No, but I remember getting cereal, like a box of. I remember getting. I think they came in Cheerios. There was like Scrabble on disc, and there might have been like uh, Monopoly and a few different games like that that came in like. Cheerios I got box. one of my
1: favorite was uh, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. I remember getting oh, yes. that. And I thought, this can't be good. You know, this has got to be worse. It was ugh, such a, I got like addicted to it. It was such a good yeah. game. And like, how did, how did this come in a cereal box? <laughs> like, how is it good? <laughs> yeah. So that one was, yeah. I don't know that. It was in that the day and
0: age where you'd buy like Nintendo Power and get a demo disc too. So Oh, I missed that. The good old days, so I think now we just download Fortnite for free and play it, but yeah, it's not the same. We don't get that in a circle box. It's not the same. I want the disc.
1: So, <laughs> so checks, 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 quest. So, checks, quest. This came out, this was ba- bundled with checks serial back in 1996. Okay, it used originally used so, not this, not the HD. But the original version, the original Chex Quest, the original ChexQuest Quest uh, was built on the Doom engine uh, back in 1996, and so this is a remake of it. This rebuilt today in the Unreal Three engine. Okay. So they've so they've they've gone from like the cutting edge of like 96 tech to like the cutting edge of like today tech. Um, so just a little fun fact. So I think you and I both mixed che- missed Chex Quest back in the day, like.
0: I think I, I don't remember it at all. No.
1: I think I might have played it at some point later online download or something, but I I don't think I ever got caught up in the original, but it was still iconic, I think. Like I think it was still mm. kind of a cultural thing. Um So, little fun fact, I got this from the Doom Wiki about uh, so this is from the from Doom Wiki. Okay. It's so the original game back in '96. The game is notable for the fact that it was the first game CD-ROM to be released inside a cereal box. So this one started all of that. Sales of checks serial increased by 295% in increment of volumes over base and 48% in volume share during this promotion. Much of the manufacturing cost of the CDs was paid for by America Online. AOL was allowed to include its dial-up online service client on the disc in exchange for this contribution. So it was interesting. It was also an AOL disc. <laughs> <laughs> So that's how they covered the manufacturing costs and got it in the cereal. Interesting,
0: yeah.
1: that's, but it, that's
0: actually really
1: cool. But it greatly increased their sales. For check, it was
0: actually an effective sales campaign. Mm-hmm. So, so now though, the HD version came out in 2020. This isn't news. <laughs> we this bring isn't this up. News. May 18th, 2020. You can travel to the remote planet of Bo. I don't even Bozoic. Bozoic for- to free galactic citizens from evil cereal-eating phlemoids. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, <laughs> but it's good. It's bad but good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's free. It's available on Windows and Mac for all you Mac users out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, you can down, go get it on Steam. You know what? And, uh, go yeah. ahead. It was. Sh- It was interesting because I was
1: on Steam and I'm like, Chex Quest? And then I messaged another friend of mine who's also kind of like nerdy and tech savvy about these kind of things who knows, and he also wasn't aware of it. We're like, why don't we know about this? How did the the Chex Quest remaster or whatever make it out? And so it was news to us. That's why we bring it up because it's news to us. We're late. Yeah. And it's probably late to some of you out there. Did you just call your friend a nerd? Sorry, a dork. We're dorks. (laughs) Sorry, I'll clarify. (laughs)
0: It's, it's reality. All right. That's okay. Are you talking about a person that starts with the letter C? Yes. Okay. We won't call you out. Hi Cody. <laughs> awesome. So along with that, uh, we'll bring this up. There is the Chex quest comic book. Yes. And it's got the checks mix here with all the different characters. Now the funny part, you scroll down in here and on like the third page there's a guy getting his DVD out of or I would probably a CD. Yeah. I don't know what it would be back then. Um out of his Rice Check cereal. Who's calling me? Nobody <laughs> important, probably the dentist. Um, <laughs> and uh yeah, it's uh Pretty cool. yeah, for, for those who, for those who don't
1: have video that that would be the angry video game nerd getting a disc out of his cereal
0: yeah he's probably it's probably Cody calling me saying hey <laughs> <laughs> why are you calling why are you calling us out <laughs> I'm
1: suing you for defamation of character <laughs> um I really yeah so I I really actually like this if you scroll down there they actually have different art styles they'll actually have different um. Segment so this is silly, but you keep going down. Here's one art style you keep going keep scrolling all the way down and You keep all the way keep going 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 and there's then there's a whole other art style and they go through like various different art Styles of comics for this silly little One-off thing and I really yeah. like it. So anyway, I I like this kind of thing. It looks like they actually put in some effort into um, this so and that, apparently one of the guys yeah. involved with this project works on mystery science three mystery science theater 3000 Which okay suddenly made sense if you know what that is if you don't I'm sorry <laughs> But anyway,
0: Cody would know because he's a dork, so okay. <laughs> He's not gonna talk to you for a week after this episode. That's fine <laughs> Anyway <laughs> X- Check quest in. HD exists go check on, it out on steam, on steam. Yeah. all right we are moving into the chip industry overcapacity in 2023 what what we're under capacity now is this really a thing well it could be it could be so they're saying the great chip shortage could eventually morph into a chip making oversupply problem in 2023 according to idc do i know who the idc is no do you no. I don't even know but what the GSC is. It sounds official. <laughs> um they're saying the industry will see a normalization in the balance by the middle of 2022 with potentially overcapacity by 2023. So there's um there's more chips being made. They're trying to boost um the expanding or um build more chips in the United States and the government wants to pump money into it and uh yeah doing some domestic building of chips right um and this would help things like of course your pcs your graphics cards your video game consoles cars smartphones home devices i don't know if you've gone to a car lot lately but here in my town you're lucky if they've got only a handful of brand new cars not that i'm ready to buy a car but i like looking at cars and there's typically only a couple new cars and anything that comes in. That's nice is gone right away. Well, I've been uh, talking uh, with my uh,
1: brother in law. Um, and uh, not not you. <laughs> <technically> you
0: are, <laughs> But another you related, have you have a few brother in law, uh,
1: another brother in law who who bought a truck like a year and a half two years ago. And mm-hmm. he's had even had an offer for his truck more than like what he paid for it. Originally. Yeah. Like you, you know what? That's so. not the
0: first story I've heard of that. I know someone who had like a one year old Ford F three fifty, and they offered him more than he yeah. paid for it. And that seems to be a thing right
1: now and due to the ship, yeah. uh, chip shortage. Apparently
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just yeah. becoming an
0: issue. Yeah. So I think, um, I think his though, there's a high value of them down in the U S. So a lot of them are getting exported and they can not export the brand new ones. Um, so with the canadian dollar versus american dollar it still makes sense financially to buy them here for more than they were brand new and send them south um and more so now with the chip shortage so very interesting who knew you could buy a car and make money <clears throat> yeah usually they depreciate right yeah
1: i yeah no know this this seems like an interesting thing so it, it seems to me the problem is there's like now we have a we have a lack of chips so let's get to work building more chips, and like everyone's like bringing their chips. I see it like kind of like a, a picnic, and everyone brings like hot dog buns because they hear you need them, and then they have too many what, hot dog. What buns. about It's <laughs> like a picnic, and everybody brings chips, like yeah. Doritos and, Old the, Dutch the, the, and word, they, word gets out. Word gets out. We don't have any chips. We need more Doritos and stuff, and everybody brings Doritos, and then you have like no. You just have Doritos for a picnic.
0: Like as long know. as they're cool, Cool Ranch, I'm good. news in 2022 we have an oversupply of cool ranch doritos cool ranch and flaming hot toast no flaming hot um what are they called tostitos (laughs) not tostitos cheetos Uh, cheetos that's a good question do you if you're listening from the u.s or other parts of the world do you have flaming hot cheetos and do they have an oversupply
1: of hot of those cheetos does that ever happen i don't know we
0: we have them here it's like I know your brothers who often sits next to you there and my sons um one of our their favorite snacks the hot flamingos hey flaming <laughs> <playing laughs> hot flamingos how did we get on <laughs> we are all over the place today this is good quality tech talk like and subscribe yeah, this is, like a, this is like a TED talk.
1: You can't dislike <laughs> us anymore, it's not visible, so we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you,
0: you don't see how many dislikes we get. That's right. We can't see it, we don't know. That's We're a better. whole other matter. So yeah, we could have talked your, about that today. Uh, uh, okay, I'm going to just throw this in here. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, my son asked me the other day, what are your thoughts on that? And I'm going to ask you the same question. What are your thoughts on that? I don't like it. You don't like it. No. Interesting. Yep. Um, because now
1: a really good point is I go into a video, if I go into a video Mm -hmm. and I see, and I'm trying to get technical help on something and I see 30 likes and 5,000 dislikes, I know that this is very likely to be a waste of my time. Yeah. I go into it. And I go, yeah. This ratio says this is just low ball content. I'm out.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now that's now that's gone. That feedback is yeah. gone. Um, being able to gauge that now it's like now the likes are just kind of useless. It's it's mm-hmm. it's almost it's more a ratio of how many people watch. It's kind of a redundant thing now. It's it's showing you a percentage of how many people have watched. There's not. Um, mm-hmm. I am not a fan of it. And so I th- I would be okay, if. By default, they had it removed, but you could still explicitly enable it by choice. Yeah, I want the feedback.
0: So I have two trains of thought on it. One, I agree, um, especially with like a tutorial video or a tech video. Um, if it's getting 40%, it might not be showing what they're claiming to show. Yeah, but. The part I agree with is um, the groups of people who were thumbs downing videos as a coordinated attack on videos. But the option to disable dislikes was
1: already available. To show that information was still already available, it was already a thing. So if you, had, if, so if you knew you were putting out a political video, for example,
0: that was controversial,
1: You could disable it already. I'm not even talking
0: about political. I'm just talking about um, in general. So I don't know. I just think that there's me. The problem is I know a lot of people use the dislike button for um, saying this is content I'm not interested in as well. And I think a solution would be to actually when you dislike, you have to select why you dislike it. Yeah. Um, Inaccurate, um, not what I'm interested in. Yeah, And maybe a couple other options. And I think that would maybe help fix the problem.
1: Yeah, no, that seems um, reasonable.
0: And because maybe bad content, like if it's not what I'm looking for, shouldn't count against the, uh, no, the, the person, but it's you, know, their but you fault know, that they were
1: served, but you know, as a content creator, that there's always going to be those dislikes that don't really matter. Yeah they're yeah. not relevant and that's okay you take that in stride and you're like okay yeah I got 500 yeah. likes and five dislikes so those five might be valid yeah. but or just
0: not yeah. valid the best um, videos ever you go look at any video it's always going to have thumbs down unless yeah. it's maybe brand new there will be thumbs down and it's probably mostly if it's a really good video it could be just someone saying I'm not interested in this but all right, that's our side tangent. I'm gonna like eh, straight us. I down. know. I I could
1: talk back. that for the next like half hour to hour. I think even so. Yeah. Before yeah, we do that's that, that's a big big debate on its own. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why we're here to drink coffee and be talk happy. Tech. And I said be happy, Ken. You're not gonna be very happy because you just finished your coffee. All uh, right, yeah. yeah. I still have half a coffee here. <sighs> All right. So leading in from the last article, they talked about, um, the end of the last article that we showed you was talking about, um, the chip shortage helping, or as chips start to come back, it could also lead into the next generation of RTX series cards. And there have been some rumors surfacing that there could be an RTX 4000 series card coming next year. And, uh, let's pull this up here so you guys can have a look, a looky Lou, and especially those people who are on our podcast, just close your eyes and imagine what we're talking about. Um, (laughs) except if you're driving and listening. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, there are rumors surfacing that Nvidia is working on a series of Video cards, the 4000 series of video cards called Codenamed Lovelace mm-hmm. um, to be the successor of the 30 series. And with the chip shortage hopefully changing over time here, um, we could see them shipping as early as late 2022. Right. <laughs> Did I say that weird? 2022, in about a year. 2022. Yeah, you know, 2022.
1: 2022.
0: The interesting thing about this is most people still can't get their hands on a 30, 3000 series graphics card. No. <laughs> I know. I know. So, um, I what mean, we mean? Always, uh, companies can want to continue to evolve and get better. I understand yeah. that. But mm-hmm. it's just an interesting thing that we can't, barely anyone can get a 3000 series card and yet... They're already working on the next gen. It would be like them saying the PS six is coming out next year.
1: <laughs> well, and they're still they're still they're still talking of re releasing the twenty sixty as well from the two thousand series line. Yeah. To help with stuff.
0: Well, and that's all just to get caught up, I think, in demand.
1: Yeah, I crypto I, miners are <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. right. They they still want to keep innovating. Yeah. and they they still cuz Nvidia still has shareholders to keep happy. Like you still yeah. need to keep innovating, you're a publicly traded company. You can't just sit idle. Um and even even if it is like a largely a paper launch, they have the tech ready when things yeah. become accessible. Um So this this line some notes about it is it it is believed uh, according to the rumor to Be using the five nanometer process, which would be down from the eight nanometer, so it would be a more efficient chip. Okay. Um, And what's interesting about that is it's also rumored that this could, this tech could also be making its way to the, uh, to a future Nintendo Switch. Possibly.
0: The rumored Pro Nintendo Switch. Yeah,
1: and I and I'm I wouldn't be too like quick to jump on the Switch Pro. It might be I would think even just for next gen. I would say even two years from now. I wouldn't say Mm -hmm. like soon um because especially with it being a five <clears throat> excuse me a five nanometer tech this is really like more power efficient and would be a really good fit for the uh a ne- next switch would make it like probably two to three times more powerful than the current switches in yeah. handheld um but so that's where the possibility is for the switch and mobile devices it's five nanometer that tech could really be efficient um but they're also talking the rumor also has it that there could be over eighteen thousand CUDA cores on the flagship version of the 4000, which if people don't know what that is, that's basically a bunch of little CPUs that run parallel tasks. Um, That's like- It sounds cool. Just for perspective, the current flagship ones have like 10 to 12,000 CUDA cores in it kind of deal. So this would be quite a jump from like, so 10 to 12,000 to 18,000. It's it's the things that that make all the graphics look pretty. It's kind of the, it makes everything look bloomy and shadery and it's glossy and um, it does more than that so but with that again like we discussed in our last video with the Intel stepping more efficient overall like megahertz for megahertz yeah. more efficient um, but like the i9 how when you push everything it can actually draw a lot of power likewise with these cards they're more efficient um, uh, megahertz for megahertz and CUDA core for coup de core but when you when you have all 18,000 cores running it actually could draw potentially a lot of power, and this rumor is saying that it could draw like nearly up to double the power, and on the top card, which okay. could mean you could, which would mean like six to eight hundred watt power draw on a video card, which is crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. it's cool. I mean, you're right. They got to keep innovating and stuff. But will we get our hands on them? Will there be an oversupply in 2022, and will it become? Will it be? Will you
0: a, be able to get the 329? Dollar version of the. Thirty sixty. Forty sixty. Forty sixty. I don't know if that's the price, but if it's the same as the thirty sixty. Yeah. Where's the list? I want to put my name on it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how long the waiting wait is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad idea. So. All right. Do you have an iPhone? No, sir. No. No. I used to have an iPhone until it broke. I, I used to have an iPod
1: Touch. I still have one floating around, but it's so old that I don't consider myself having one. Does it need a repair? Well, I think it's like a third gen iPod Touch, so it's like from like 2011.
0: So, it, well, the, the last iPhone I had was the 3GS. So,
1: yeah, that was the same. Yeah, from. yeah, that's the same. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't think and that's then worth then I, s- I switched over to the bright side. <laughs> 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 all right uh, enough bashing <laughs> i think this is good though so apple is gonna allow you if you have tech technical expertise or tech savvy it's very vague to fix your own iphone or uh, i want i almost said pc um, uh,
1: well, does it include the, I don't know if it
0: includes their max Macs Macs with the M one chips is what the article says. Okay. So, um, they're opening up where you can do do it yourself repairs and Apple is going to sell you the parts and tools and offer instructions for you to fix your own iPhones and max with M one chips. Wow. However, um, you should have some sort of expertise, but right. this article doesn't say what that is. And does that mean I watched a YouTube video or cause there's, I mean, I've opened up phones before and fixed them, but I am not certified to do that. Right. Um, so does that mean I'm allowed to, and mind you, this is saying this article, um, won't void a devices warranty. But that doesn't mean if you break something when you're doing it, it's, that's not yeah. necessarily covered. So yeah. um, it's interesting. They're going to start selling parts to the general public right from Apple. Right. Thoughts? That's cool. Y- yeah, that's a, I, that seems reasonable.
1: Um, it'll be intri- Yeah. I know. I'm just thinking of that stipulation of like, okay, you can fix it, but if anything goes wrong. That does void it then, so you. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, we'll let you do it. Don't make any mistakes. You know, yeah. it's kind of like I don't think that pressure exists with like actual repair techs, because it's. Yeah. You it would still get covered. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it's good overall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to all of you who hear my garbage truck going by right now. That's okay. <laughs> It added some
1: nice ambience. Yes. <laughs> that was, it was taking your old 3GS away. Yeah. No. No.
0: <laughs> no. Um, no. Yeah. Well, I guess they've it- already been selling parts, though, to, pe- to stores who, like, professionals who fix the phones. But um, I think it's an interesting concept. If you are technically inclined, a lot of people are very technically inclined. They fix their own yeah. cars. They fix their own houses. They fix their own everything. And to be able to fix your phone yourself, I think it's if you have the technical ability and you feel comfortable. I think it's a great option.
1: Yeah, and I, I think wasn't so was it was it voiding a warranty if you had like um, a Mac or laptop and you were like upgrading just the hard drive or the RAM? Like would, would I, that
0: happen? I I don't know. Like that's a good question
1: because that's a very common task to just upgrade your RAM or your storage. Those things yeah. are normal um so if you had like the what was the mac pro which is all in one screen yeah i know somebody who upgraded theirs and i can't remember if they were actually technically avoiding the warranty or not just upgraded they went and upgraded the storage yeah and or I did feel you like, have
0: to take it into the apple store to do it
1: yeah um so those are common like even just those tasks a lot of people can do um those aren't usually difficult um yeah so anyway yeah, yeah. It seems good. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out, to see if there's a lot of people, like... Is there going to be people being like, yeah, let's do it, and then Whoa. Apple gets a... Whoa, we're big. We're it's big. Too, too close for comfort. Wrong button. <laughs> you stay that close away. <laughs> no! Go away. Go away. All right. Um,
0: <laughs> that's
1: going to make no sense to the podcast, people listening in podcast. Yeah.
0: We just... Absolutely zoomed ourselves in. So
1: Ken was encroaching on my bubble. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, we were not two meters apart. At that no, no. <coughs> um, so, anyhow, we'll see that where that a, goes. That was a fake cough, by the way. That was sure. that was very much fake. So yeah. All right. So that's the do-it-yourself iPhone fix. Um, yeah, it's good for people who like doing that kind of stuff. All right. We do have a question of the day. Actually, we have a couple. Did you play the original Chex quest? Mm -hmm. And the second question, do you eat Chex? I'll let you go first, Steven. I don't
1: know if I, I may have played Chex quest, but I feel like it could be false memories. They could be like memories, false memories. like, inserted from, like, oh, like the culture of it, being like, yo, yeah. I played it, but I don't actually know.
0: Okay. I but did not play it. Yeah. That, that I... I, th- I
1: think you it. missed it, because you were, in 96, you were how old? I was in high school. So, I think you were just a little bit beyond the, oh, I got a game in my cereal box. Although uh, maybe not, no. maybe that was. <laughs> You're pretty dorky too. Maybe maybe it would have been for you. <laughs> There's hey, you in your you high know. school library trying to hide yourself playing Check's Quest on
0: the, <laughs> <in> the school. <laughs> um, did you eat checks though? Do I eat checks? Well, if we have them, I'll eat them. Do I buy them on a regular bla- basis? No, but surprise, surprise. <gasps> That's ego. What is it? what? Well, I just it's thought It's French. This was cool. It was Ego cereal. Can with can chocolate. you do the can you show the
1: English oh, there slide go. for the Americans? <laughs> ego cereal chocolate.
0: I haven't tried it. <laughs> okay. This was clearly bought for my son. <laughs> Cuz I gonna, didn't buy it. Can you do a video review on it?
1: <laughs> I should. Can you do? I I, I'm looking forward to an Eggo cereal chocolate video review. Northern Mm. Viking, Northern Viking eats.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They they look like little uh, Eggos. They do, huh? Chocolate flavored Eggos. So I I didn't know those existed. I didn't either until I saw it. And wondered where it came from, but there's there's no there's no CD-ROM inside. No, that's that would be so much better. So, do you eat checks? No, no. Would I'd, you I'd, if you had a box? I'd consider it. Yeah, that's not. I'm a mini wheats kind of guy. Me too. I like mini wheats. Yeah, can we just like have some cereal next
1: time? Yeah.
0: Instead of coffee, we'll just have cereal We can. We should eat cereal and eat... You know, uh, this episode, more than any other episode, I think we've just gone so far off track. (laughs) And we lost everybody after probably the GXE gaming portal. That's okay. When we started talking about cereal, that's when everybody, like... (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any final thoughts there, Stephen? Final thoughts. Um... I haven't
1: had breakfast yet, so maybe it's time I go get a bowl of cereal. Oh, hey, we
0: have some comments. (laughs) We have comments. From Yoshi, O S T. Oh, Yoshi! I'm too young for Chuck's Quest, (laughs) haha. Yo, Yoshi, good to see you. (laughs) Sorry I missed those. Yes, that's awesome. Um, (laughs) Perfect. Well, thank you for commenting. Um, We appreciate that well,
1: Yoshi if you if you can I encourage you to go find the Chex quest original and try it out and and imagine that you got the CD-ROM in a box of cereal back in the day and Try to emulate that experience.
0: Yeah, you can you can get it on Steam so yeah (laughs) awesome well Thank you everyone for uh, watching today. And Yoshi says, I am excited for GXE as well, and I will look for it. Awesome. We appreciate that. Thank you for watching. We really Mm -hmm. appreciate you commenting. And if anybody else is watching out there, leave us your comments. We can see them on our screen here and we may talk about you in a good light. Unless you're, unless (laughs) Unless you're mean to us, unless you're Cody. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Cody, if you're out there. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for watching and listening today. Remember to subscribe here on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. This has been episode 21 of the Tech Chit Chat Show. Until next time, take care.